Hello, hello, welcome to the podcast. Uh, my story is worthy and so are others. This is the first episode and thank you for tuning in. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and let's get into it. So today is Wednesday and my theme for Wednesdays are words of wisdom. I do believe that I am a spiritual person, first of all. I just want to put that disclaimer out there that I am a spiritual person. And I do believe that, you know, God can speak to all of us in many ways and different forms. And um, he's just really awesome. Um, And today I received the message that I want to share with you guys. And I just hope that it can shine light onto your own personal experience. So today... I was listening to a man named Michael Todd, and he is a very, very great pastor. Um, He is the leading pastor at Transformation Church, and you can find a lot of his videos on YouTube. And today, God was um, sending him a message to speak to me, and I believe for for a lot of other people um, to be, he was talking about, here I am. The, The message was, here I am. And the importance of saying, here I am, God, is to allow God to meet you where you are in this, in this, in the moment that you're standing in. I do believe that. And also, I'm sorry if I'm all over the place. This is my first time doing podcasting um, for one. And I'm just really eager about getting this message um, out that I want to share. But the thing that he talked about was how to get from here to there. And I recently just graduated with my master's program. And I'm just thinking about how God is speaking to me and how to, you know, get from where I am now to get to where I want to go in the future. And so this podcast just really resonated with me. Um, And he just really talked about how to navigate from here to there, right? Okay, boom. So this is, I'm just setting the stage for everyone. So Michael Todd, he said that a lot of times us as people, including myself, because I am included in us, uh, he was saying that we always, we have a tendency of focusing on there. Like when I get there, I can um, develop a routine or when I get there, I can treat my car or maintain my car a certain way or when I get there. I know how to do better in a relationship or when I get when I get the promotion there, I will know how to um, I will I will know how to handle the responsibilities of the promotion or when I get there, uh, get to my dream home. I will know how to do this. And that. I, I, I hope that kind of makes sense of get the analogy of where I'm going with it here and there. Like, I think a lot of times we focus on you know, there. And the main thing of how to get to there, um, he talked about the, how the spelling of the word you spell there with T H E R E. And the main root of the there word is here. And he said that, you know, when we think about it, we have to concentrate and focus on where we are in the here and now moment. You know, when I think about my personal life, I think about how I used to be in my own apartment and how I was able to 
you know, cook for myself. I kind of had like a, a, a routine on working out and things like that. But after I moved out of my apartment back to my mom's house, I kind of fell off of my routine as far as um, eating right, um, gaining my weight, um, creating a routine for myself and all of these things. And I feel like Michael Todd, what God was telling Michael Todd to tell me was to focus on the here and now moment. Where you are is, you know, how to get to, where you are now is how you're going to get to the next step. Even with my car right now, God knows that the car that I have is not the dream car that I want. And there were and I feel like as I continue my podcast that I will talk a little bit more about the life experiences that I went through. But um, in the meantime, for right now, God knows that God like I don't want to be in the car, the car that I'm in right now. But in order for me to maintain the dream car that I would like to have, I have to take care of my car that I have here in this moment. Car crash, you know, all these other things that I have to deal with, you know, maintaining this car. I have to do right by the car that I have right now to get to the future car that I want to have in the future. Even right now, as I'm thinking about um, my weight gaining goals and um, being more disciplined, we're working out and all of these things. I don't have to have my own apartment to eat right or um, or work out correctly. It could start with me being at my mom's house right here, right now. Like I can still uh, eat healthy and eat the foods that I need to eat to, you know, gain my weight properly. I can still work out at home or find a nearby gym to still create that routine and discipline for myself to work out and things like that. And even going along with um, eating supplements and uh, vitamins and protein, you know, protein supplements as well to kind of like do the things that I need to do now to get to where I see myself in the future. And I think about even when we create new year resolutions, we always talk about how we, where we are now, well, where we are at the beginning of the year versus where we see ourselves um, at the end of the year. And I think that a lot of times we fail, including myself, um, I fail at New Year resolutions because I'm so focused on where I am now and trying to get to there. But what are the steps that I'm doing in between to kind of get myself to that there moment? Am I like in the months of February March, April, May, June, am I taking the small steps that I need to take that I need to take to get to the end of the year goal that I want to see myself by the end of the year? For example, I see myself um, at least gaining, you know, 10 or 15 pounds by the end of the year. But if I'm just, you know, having that vision and I'm not doing anything in the months in between, like eating um, a lot of calories and working out, in, in between the months to kind of get to the end goal of my new year resolution, you know, is that, am I going to do those proper steps to, um, get to there? And I think a lot of times we kind of miss out being present in the here and now moment to get to where we need to go. Um, and to kind of sum up, um, the ending of the to kind of sum up the ending of my podcast, I kind of want to leave you guys with this analogy of how to um, navigate from here 
of where we are now to bear and using all the life experiences to kind of focus on the here and now moment to get to there. I think that sometimes we kind of forget about, you know, oh, I don't have enough money to get there or I don't have um, the knowledge or, you know, all these resources to kind of get to there. But we really do. And I think that because of our life experiences, it kind of we're still here in this here and now moment and we can still use everything we learn and all the things that we attained in life to kind of focus on the here and now to kind of get to where we want to go. Um, I was looking at Facebook and this um, man came across my feed and he talked about how, you know, we always have this saying about the grass is greener on the other side, but is it really? The grass is not really, he said that the grass is not really greener on the other side. Grass is greener where we are in this here and now moment and watering what we have in this, in the environment that we're in and taking care of the grass that we have now to make that, you know, to make the grass that we're in now greener instead of focusing on there because we get to grass is greener on the other side by taking care and nurturing the grass that we already you know, our present in, present in. Um, I hope that made sense. Um, and also thinking about, you know how we think about games? I kind of thought my mind, my mind be going elsewhere, but I was thinking about for those who have seen the escape room. So I really want you guys to kind of follow me when I'm talking about how the escape room kind of applies to our real life experiences of how we can navigate from where we are now to where we want to go in the future. So for those who have seen the escape room, right? People are placed in this escape room. And these are, these are people from all different backgrounds, right? Um, I'm not thinking about the first escape room that I've seen. It was a black girl. It was a Anyway, it was white. It was just people from all different backgrounds and everybody has a story um, coming into this escape room and everybody have all these different talents and gifts and, you know, um, things like that and just different backgrounds. Right. But what you would notice in the escape room is you have to, you know, to get from one escape room to the next, you have to figure out the clues of what's in the current escape room to you know, exit that to get to the next one. However, within this escape room, it's kind of meant to kind of like destroy you. Like if you don't figure out the clues of how to get out of the escape room, excuse me, if you don't figure out the clues of how to get out this escape room, it can kill you. You know, it'll have like a time limit, of course, but um, all in all, if you don't figure it out, it, the, the room is going to kill you. So when you think about, and as these people was in this room, like everybody has to come together and use what they knew from their previous life or their life experiences of how they got to where they are now to kind of use all what they knew and work together to escape the escape room. And you will also see in the movie that everybody kind of have like flashbacks of, you know, traumatic experiences that they went through or adversities and challenges, but how all of that stuff happened to them, but it also molded and shaped who they, who they were. And they were able to use 
all of the things of their life experiences and applied it to their escape room to figure out the clues to get out of that escape room. And even within the, even within the escape room, it's like, it's oppression, it's, it's depression, it's sad, it's scary, it's fearful. Um, this escape room is meant to, you know, make you feel down about yourself. It's meant to destroy you. It's, make to, it's, it's meant for you to make you feel less than, um, and you're not able to climb out and you just feel like you just at, you, you feel like you at rock bottom, you know? And I think that, you know, when everybody is coming together to figure out the clues to escape, you know, these clues is also, um, God's way of, um, giving you signs to kind of like, God is giving you a sign. Okay. This part goes to this part. And then this part, it, it triggers this part. And then once we get all the clues correct and listen to what God is trying to tell you, then you are able to kind of escape from one room to the next. And when you escape from one room to the next, that doesn't mean that it's going to get anything, anything is going to get easier. Life in general is not easy. And as you continue on with life, you will understand that life gets harder as you continue to live. But I do believe that when, even when those people are having flashbacks of, of, of past traumas or God still have a way of using positive and negative moments in your life because you still smart, you still have gifts that God can still use to help you escape from the escape room that you're living in in your life. No matter if it's depression, no matter if it's oppression, no matter if it's um, fear, um, finances or divorce, like God's still going to give you clues on how to, um, navigate the escape room that you're living in. And I think that the importance of each room is being present within the here and now moment. Cause you can't think about the next room because you got to focus on what the clues are in that escape room to figure it out, to get to the next you know, part of the escape room to get to there. I hope that's making sense to everyone and everybody is kind of following along and what I'm saying and how my mind is processing, um, this escape room and applying it to real life experiences, because, uh, I truly do believe that God and, and as everyone was putting their, you know, emphasis on pieces to the puzzle, like God has a way of speaking to everybody based on their life experiences on how to figure out um, what the next clue is so everybody can come together and learn from one another and support one another so everybody can um, get to the next room. Also, with that being said, sometimes people are left behind or some people um, make sacrifices um, and, and they may not be able to get to the next room. And when I think about that, I think about how sometimes even in my own life, to, in order for me to get to the next level or get to that there moment, sometimes there are things that I have to sacrifice within my life or leave behind um, in order for me to get to the next level or where I'm trying to go. Um, not to say that, you know, I want to kill people, but I think that we can apply that into our own life as far as like, what are the things that we have to let go to kind of get to where we need to go? Um, sometimes there are things that need to die within us for us to get to the next level of that there moment that we're trying to, um, that, that we're trying to reach to. And 
I'm not going to go through every stage of the, you know, escape room, but at the end of the escape room, sometimes everybody is not going to be, be able to make it with you. And that's even in real life. Everybody that's, um, that you came across is not going to stay with you forever. Or some people are only there for that, for that room or for that season in your life. And, you know, as you make it out and you overcome that depression and God gave you the clues to get to that there moment, I think, and, and you will notice at the end of the movie that the girl was trying to tell the police about, you know, what was going on, you know, the people that tried to attack them and, you know, kill them and things like that. And basically what she was doing was when she escaped the escape room out of her life and the things that she had to go through to, you know, get to that, that their moment, she went back and told other people so they won't have to experience the same things that she went through and try to put a stop to it. So people won't have to go to help to prevent people or guide people into not being stuck in those escape room and potentially killing themselves. And I think that we can all apply that to our own lives as far as like, you know, once we become healed from that brokenness that we experienced and those past traumas and those depressing and low moments that we have, we can go back and reach out to others and help them and guide them on how to, uh, on how to not be in the same place as we once were. And that's even for me. That's why I'm even starting this podcast right now because I want to provide or be a, a, a helping hand for other people um, so they won't have to go through the same experiences that I went through in my life. And as I continue my podcast, you will really get to know me. And I'm just here to share my story um, and share my escape room and things that I had to overcome and, and hoping that other people won't feel alone. And also hoping that, you know, they won't have to go through, because everybody's going to go through hardships. But if I can just be a guidance and just a helping hand and just, you know, helping you through and um, and letting you know that you're not alone in your life experiences. That's my whole thing of fulfilling my purpose in life is to allow God to build me up and then. As he build me up, I can build up others and inspire others to um, be beautiful and be empowering and um, to just, you know, embrace themselves for who they are and truly love the life that they live. Um, so in closing, I just believe that we all have the power to change our story. We all have the ability to share our story. And then once we share our story, we can live our story. And then once we live our story, we have the power to love the life that we live. And as I continue this podcast, you will really begin to see the sequence of changing your story, sharing your story, living your story, and then love the life that you live. Um, so with that being said, thank you. For listening and I just really hope that just the sound of my voice and just hearing that it's going to be okay and we are more alike than different that we can really come together as a community and a group of people and um, just being a helping hand to one another and we all learn from everyone's life experiences and 
knowing that all of our stories are worthy to be heard. So thank you, and and I'll talk to you next time. As we conclude this episode, I just want to say thank you for listening. This podcast will be uploaded weekly, and in the future, I will have special guests and we'll be discussing real-life experiences from our own perspectives. You can also find my podcast on all major podcast platforms. Also, check out my Instagram at Tori, T-O-R-I, underscore, 2020 Vision. And you'll see my other passions, such as crocheting, dancing, and modeling. Let's connect, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.